Are you selling your medical devices in the UK? And because of Brexit, you need a UK responsible person by January 1st, 2021? Okay, then you should contact me now by email at info at easymedicaldevice.com. Info at easymedicaldevice.com. Talk to you soon. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. I am Munir Lazuzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory affairs. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I'll share with you my experience and the one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standard today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Here is Munir Alazuzi from easymedicaldevice.com. And today, we will try to help you understand why it is good maybe to have a good training and also uh, how this can help you to move forward within the, uh, the regulation. And for that, I have with me uh, a company that is called SoftMedica. Uh, they will introduce themselves. Uh, but this is a company where um, a lot of their employees have participated to my Green Belt certification training and the idea here is to really understand why they were first participating to that uh, what the, was their struggle and then how this can help them maybe also to uh, to um, become better in future for the medical device regulation so uh, I have with me so the soft medica team so I have Christina uh, Katerina and Rodika so hello uh, guys from uh, soft medica Good morning, Monir, and thank you for this opportunity. It's really a great pleasure to Hello. be here with you. So great. So thank you, Christina. Thank you, uh, Katerina. Uh, can, uh, can each of you maybe introduce themselves just to explain what you are doing so that we can have a better understanding? I'm Christina Miroescu. I have joined Softmedica 20 years ago uh, when someone was needed for regulatory filling for medicinal products. A few years later, I was a regulatory manager trying to understand and integrate in the company activity the regulatory and legislation uh, in force. Um, I had several roles uh, throughout these years, like uh, quality manager. I was part of the team working on the first quality management system at Softmedica. I was also uh, head of warehouse for medicinal products and medical devices. Today, as a compliance manager, my role is to ensure the compliance with regulatory requirements in force for all the company's activities. And I'm not here today. As you said, I'm, I'm together with my team, two members of my wonderful team. Great. Uh, Laru, uh, who is our compliance and learning manager, 10 years in Softmedica and just one year in our compliance team. Rodika did before uh, learning and education, and she is a math teacher. Katerina Papa is our uh, quality regulatory and compliance coordinator for three countries of our um, four countries um, in uh, Greece, Bulgaria, and Cyprus. Uh, Katerina has four years in our companies and for our four years in our team. Uh, she has a psychological background. So as you can see, we are a very diverse team sharing common values. Learning is one of our passion 
Yeah, great. So uh, I can I can imagine that, and uh, I think yeah, you have really great team here. Um, just to be clear, so you are not a medical device manufacturer, just for people. So what is Softmedica doing exactly? Because having such a great team <laughs> looks really uh, interesting. So what exactly are you doing? Yes, exactly. Softmedica is not a manufacturer. Softmedica was founded uh, in 1994 in Bucharest, Romania, and was the first company in our group. Um, was founded with the aim to create new pathways and uh, opportunities in the healthcare systems by providing innovative life-saving life medical technologies. Today, we have direct presence in Romania, Bulgaria, Greece, Cyprus, and Hungary. And we have uh, uh, partnership, partnerships with well-esteemed corporations like Intuitive Surgical, maker of Da Vinci Robot, Fujifilm, Endologics, Nikiso, Nipro, LSI, EDAP, Biostable, and many other sites. Yeah, so a lot of companies Let's apparently. Say all of them together. Uh, since the beginning of, uh, of our company, we are proud to be part of uh, several medical premieres in our region. Like, for example, uh, the first robotic surgical program in Central and Eastern Europe, the first artificial heart program in Southeastern Europe, the first capsule endoscopy in Southeastern Europe, and, uh, for example, the first private dialysis in Romania. Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, as I said, you have really a big, uh, a big basis and uh, some support that you can provide to uh, medical device manufacturers. Um, so mainly your, your activity is mainly for also uh, the importation and distribution of products uh, all, over, all, all over Europe. So you can really help, uh, help companies uh, through that. So, um, so I, I think one of the subjects that is really hitting um, companies like you actually is the new medical device regulation that is coming to Europe. Uh, and the idea of this, uh, of this episode is mainly to, um, to get your understand, I mean, our un an understanding of what is the situation for you as a company, what are your struggles? So um, why for you, it is really important that you are EUMDR compliant, because as, you, as you've seen, there is a lot of people that are on your team and you are providing a lot of support for that. So why is it so important for uh, Softmedica, so for your company to be EU MDR compliant? Sure. Before to answer your question, please allow me to tell you a short story. Okay. In 2003, when we first started to develop our quality, our first quality management systems, um, some of our customers and friends told us, you are crazy, why you want to spend your money and time and uh, put so much effort in such a thing? Uh, today, this is already history. Okay. Uh, history part of Softmedica's history. We have continued our work to develop our quality management system despite the lack of consensus on behalf of uh, friends and customers uh, because uh, we had a vision at that time that we cannot grow and develop our business without a solid frame represented by quality management system integrating the legal and regulatory requirements. Uh, and this is and this is mainly done. This is mainly done without the the need specifically to be that you can you can operate your business without having this kind of uh, quality management system or whatever. Um, 
We have a strong compliance culture at Softmedica and we'd like to say that for us, compliance is the standard. So we are in medical device industries. MDR is the new norm, the new law. So for us, it's a must to be MDR compliant. Okay. And, um, but as I said, it's not mandatory for you to do that. So is it something like, for example, that mainly your customers are asking you to do to be, um, to be, uh, to have a quality management system and to be maybe EU MDR compliant, or it's something that maybe is really mandatory for you to do, or it's really interesting because uh, this will show also compliance of your company. Our customers do not ask us to be MDR compliant. Our customers simply ask us, request us to, uh, and rely on us to deliver safe and performant medical devices, medical technologies, on time, always, consistently, according to their needs, uh, together with appropriate conformity documents like um, local labeling and uh, instructions for use in, local, in our local language, according to the latest regulatory requirements in force, like MDR. Uh, and so this is not something that our customers verbalize. Okay. This are, uh, as we can say, according to ISO 9001, implied needs of the customers that we have taken into consideration in our system, in our group quality management system certified ISO 9001. Okay, so um, in terms of, of that, so you have the wish, if I can say, to be compliant to um, the new regulation to EUMDR. Um, so as you as you presented also, you have some teams. So Katarina, you have Rodika uh, yourself that also participated to the the to, to training. So why why for you it was really important to take, for example, the the green belt training that I, I I'm creating and I'm I'm providing. So what was the 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 knowledge that you had before and that was really not helping you to move forward and you needed the training to move forward. Um, as I mentioned from the very beginnings of Medica's leadership highly encouraged learning and education activities. So when MDR was published, I started my learning journey in this uh, field. And I started with reading the legal text and reading any, any relevant information I could, uh, I could find on internet. In this way, I discovered easy medical devices. I discovered you, Monir, and I found relevant, uh, very relevant the information you were kindly provided to everybody since already two years. Yeah, and exactly. The natural step for me was to take the Green Belt Certification Program. I also recommended this program to my team. Okay. Um, and there is one more, uh, more, one more reason for me why I took Green Belt certification. I liked a lot your mission of educating manufacturers to place medical compliant medical devices on the market, which I feel it resonates a lot with our mission at Softmedica, which is making available life-saving technologies to the remotest patient in our region, in Europe. And because we cannot do this alone without the help of healthcare professionals, we are offering to them an innovation simulation learning ecosystem named ILE, available in Athens and Bucharest. Okay, so, uh, so, so, so in, terms of, in terms of that, so uh, the, the, the Green Belt, as I've said, is really a program that is uh, helping to understand uh, the UMDR specifically, actually. 
I'm trying to work on other uh, other types of regulations. But um, what what was I mean when you took it? And maybe there is also Rodica and there is also uh, Katerina. So when you took it, uh, what was for you the thing that you say? Okay, this was really helping me. This part of the course was really helping me and beneficial for me for for what I'm doing uh, on my business. Many things. Um, initially, we can say that we don't, we didn't have much information, excepting the text, the pure legal text, reading MDR. Okay. So uh, we were we were trying to find more practical information, and we we had we we received uh, from your assignments a lot of practical information. But also, I would like to kindly ask Rodika to tell us why she took Green Belt certification because it's very interesting. Not because I recommended her. Yeah, no problem. So, what knowledge she really gained uh, throughout this uh, this course? No, great. Rodika. Tell us more. As Christina <laughs> said, um, I occupy now the position of learning and compliance manager. So okay. as you can see, learning and compliance go together in our company. Um, we, learning was always a very important value for us. And since the coronavirus outbreak, we encouraged all our colleagues to take as many online courses as they could. So um, we took all, way, all uh, online courses, we uh, praised uh, the best learners and we awarded them with the title with uh, the best learner of the pandemic in our countries. Um, as regards the Green Belt uh, course, uh, attending it for us, it was the consequence of our uh, constant preoccupation for understanding the provisions of uh, uh, the MDR and most of all the obligations we have as um, importer and uh, distributor. It all uh, it was uh, also the consequence of uh, the fact that we followed uh, all your articles. Uh, I took the mini MDR course, and we um, the, all this uh, strengthened our uh, opinion that you and uh, the your guests are uh, trustworthy um, experts in this field. Um, I no, told I think, you before. I think, I think after... it's... I think I think it's really yeah. really important. I mean, um, uh, the the objective, as you as you said, to learning is something that is really important, and and uh, to uh, to get practical information uh, is really important. Um, so it's why mainly I ask you specifically about the green belt. But um, the, you have to take courses just to really understand and interpret uh, what what the regulation is saying. So uh, this is really something that is um, that should be beneficial for you. Um, but the idea is also to apply what you are learning so it's not just to to do that so we have uh, as i said uh christina and rodica that took it uh, katarina also you are doing the course now so we have a course this week uh that is that is uh, ongoing uh so uh, what what is your first first impression doing this course actually um, it's a very good impression i really like the practical examples the assignments and the quizzes um, it's not enough just to read them MDR as a law. Uh, you need to deeply understand it and understand all the perspectives, the perspective of the manufacturer, of the importer, and of the distributor. 
because all have a significant role in this uh, chain of distribution. Uh, so it has helped me a lot to um, understand small details um, that are really important, like um, the UDI, for example, uh, which uh, I knew what it was uh, in a generalized uh, form, but I didn't know the specifics of it. So I found it very useful, and um, I surely recommend it to anyone who yeah. wants to get a deep understanding for MDR. Great. Just for the audience, I never paid those people to say all what they are saying. <laughs> just to be, just to be we sure. But the, 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 idea, the idea really here is really to um, go from um, we don't know to we know. And uh, now we can execute and we can move forward in terms of that. So, um, the, I mean, as I said, Christina Rodica, you had already training. Um, uh, Katrina, you are ongoing now. So we'll go uh, through that um, uh, through that this week. If I can say we finalize this week and next week you'll have the certificate um, and you have to pass the exam. Um, in terms of the course, now that you have it uh, mainly or you have uh, participated to it, what are the things that you put in place after the training or you thought, okay, I learned that. So now I can go and implement some of my learnings and, and can move forward. So is there some practical examples that you have as an importer or distributor you have put in place within your facilities? Sure. Uh, after uh, f following our first meeting with you, Monir, in the beginning of this year and following all the po podcast episodes we have followed, and also following the course, we have impl implemented many changes in our systems. Like, for example, we have worked to integrate ISO 13485 requirements into our ISO 9001 certified quality management system, which I can say it was really a big challenge because 13485 is superseded by ISO 9001 latest edition, uh, which is more upgraded. Okay. Uh, we have changed many procedures and processes in our system, and we have also created new ones like uh, identification and traceability communication with the stakeholders, uh, manufacturer, authorized representative, uh, competent authorities, and also procedures for translations and repack. As a parenthesis, I, uh, I may add that... Um, this year, we have extended the scope of our ISO 9001 group certification system, uh, quality management system, uh, with translations activities. Um, but the most important, what we consider the most important, the most significant changes we have uh, done in our system uh, was uh, the changes in the reception procedure where we introduced a second level an additional second level reception checks performed by the members of compliance team. And here I would like to invite Katerina to kindly share with us a few details about, um, about this reception procedure. This is something we are considering uh, our one of our best practices. Okay, so Katrina, tell us more. <laughs> Sure. Uh, we had a very detailed uh, procedure for reception of products for many years now, so it was an easy transition for us. So um, at this moment, we have a two-level reception procedure. The first level is uh, regarding the most basic uh, qualitative and quantitative uh, information. Uh, for example, that the product code, serial number, and expiration date match the ones uh, referred to the documents. 
um, that the packaging of the products, uh, the products themselves are in uh, good condition and not the damage, as well as checking if there are any special categories of products such as dangerous goods or um, uh, explosive precursors. Uh, so if the products conform to all of these, they go to the second level reception, which is more specific to MDR requirements. So um, the, CMR, the presence of the C mark is checked, um, the UDI, uh, all the necessary certificates that the product needs to have, um, as well as the ACREP, uh, MD mark, any EU importer, which uh, these will be included uh, later on with implementation of the MDR. Uh, in case a product is not uh, conforming to these requirements, it goes into quarantine until the issue is resolved, uh, meaning that we communicate with, with the manufacturer and if necessary, also the importer and the EC representative. I think it's it's really great. I mean, it's exactly what, uh, I mean, the, the requirements that the UMDI is asking for importers. So uh, how long did it took for you to implement all those things? So was it like just uh, one document to create or there was really a lot of steps for you to have all those things available and in place and ready to work? Um, it was, um, as I told you, we already had uh, quite a few of, the, of these checks before, uh, but in the meanwhile, it took us a bit in order to train the necessary personnel, to train the warehouse personnel uh, regarding MDR, uh, to test our new and latest procedure and modify it uh, when necessary. And uh, we didn't wait until the MDR um, comes into force in 2021. Uh, we did it uh, from this, the beginning of this year uh, in order to give us time to make any necessary changes and in order for the personnel to become accustomed to the new procedure. Yeah, I think it, I and think it's all important. of this, I may say, during COVID pandemic, because as you very well said, Monir, in one of your post podcast episodes, COVID or not, MDR will come. Exactly. <laughs> so COVID or not, MDR yeah. will come. And just for people that are watching, maybe that on, on, on YouTube, so you see Rodika and Christina that are really far one from the other. <laughs> it's mainly because of COVID situation. Uh, because, yeah, we are still, if you are watching that in future, so we are in a pandemic uh, situation actually. Uh, so this is why, why we have that. So, yeah, as I said, COVID or not COVID, um, the MDR will be coming. So you have really to implement that. But I think it's great to do that um, earlier and also to have uh, your people trained and that uh, everybody understand what are the rules and also your customers, because there will be also an adaptation for maybe some of your customers that maybe will not understand why the products before were fine and now they are not because they are missing some, some information or some details uh, there. Um, I just wanted to ask you maybe a, a last point. So um, we heard about EUMDR since maybe a long time now. So 2017, we know that it was published and we knew that it would be arriving at that time. So um, all along this journey, so those two, three years to, to arrive to us here. So is there something or a specific topic about EUMDR that for you was really a struggle, that's something that you were really saying, oh my God, I will never, will never succeed on doing this or doing that. And, but at the end, maybe you succeeded. But was there any struggle that you, you thought, oh, it's, it's really a, a huge a mountain, if I can say, to climb here? Yes, sure. 
before to take a Green Belt certification program, uh, we were not very familiar with UTI because we are not a manufacturer. Okay. Um, but now we can we can say that uh, we understand UTI. We know how to read, how to check a, a UTI, and we have even introduced this in our second level reception. Um, the several entities that are issuing UTI codes. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, true, another... it's true that it's true that during the during the the, the course so we have the fifth module, so module five, uh, where we'll um, uh, introduce you all the about UDI, the different entities that can provide you UDI. I have created an exercise which is called UDI decode. So it means you have a UDI code and can you read it and can you understand what is what can you decode the the UDI number and to know exactly which information you can extract from it. So yeah, we made it an, uh, a lot. Of, uh, all, all the way around. We also provide you the information and you have to create yourself the UDI code and we are trying to, to do that. So it's something that is um, is important for you to understand and to and to implement. So I think it's uh, it's one point. And yeah, you, you, it's true that for you, I think it's really uh, for an importer or distributor, this part would be really important because it's it's showing all the trustability of the product. So it's, it's important that you are able to understand this code or to register it easily and not to uh, to struggle uh, struggle on that. So um, in terms of UDI, uh, this is something that will come in future mainly for a lot of companies. Uh, some companies already have it actually. So uh, have you already had a system to read that and to register that, etc., Or it's something also you had to implement because of those new rules? It is something we need to implement, uh, but now it's very important that we understand exactly what UDI is and we know what to uh, to look for. And there is also another important thing that we uh, understood clearly following the course uh, also is uh, the new are the new classification rules of medical devices. And uh, for us, uh, these are cl quite clear after you kindly provided the scheme, the short, the simple um, tool of classification rules. Yeah. Uh, the new classification rules according to MDR. And when we have any dilemma, we are going to the course material and uh, it's very helpful. And yeah. also the roots assessment. Uh, I can say that uh, we understood very well what are the roots assessment, the alternative roots assessment, and we are changing slowly uh, our way how to read CMR certificates. We are uh, more carefully reading the roots assessment. Yeah. Yeah, because on the CE certificate, it's mentioned uh, you are assessing this product through Annex 9 or Annex 10 or Annex 11, etc. So it's also something that you can understand and know um, first if it is really the right route for this type of products or not, and which is also something that you can check and, and, and identify some, some of the mistakes. So I think it's, it's great here. So um, mainly, as I've said, so SoftMedica has many places of business and you can help a lot of uh, the manufacturers. So... Mainly, if, if, for example, uh, somebody is looking for an importer or distributor in Europe, um, I suppose they can contact you and you are able to support them. So are, are you able to support every devices or it's just maybe a certain category of devices here? Yes, all the classes, all the devices. 
uh, we are importer, distributor, and uh, why not? We can also support authorized representative uh, services, and why not? Maybe later also systems or procedure pack manufacturers. Why not? Uh, as a parenthesis, this year at Sofmedica, we decided to celebrate Work Compliance Day on November 12 as a mean to recognize our companies and our leadership efforts and investment in role these years in our quality management system. And moreover, we would like to reemphasize our constant con commitment to satisfy our high, our customer high expectation and regulatory requirements. No, I think it's it's great, and um, and I really recommend you. Then Soft Medica, they are uh, they are <laughs> easy medical device approved. <laughs> they they passed all the the training, so we can confirm that yeah, this is really a, com a company that is really reliable. Um, so um, um, you prepared also a, a small presentation of the company, and uh, I would maybe uh, offer that also for people to. Um, to uh, to uh, to download if they are really interested uh, to work with you. Uh, so this is something that uh, that uh, they can go directly on the show notes and, and provide uh, and provide that. So uh, what is your website so that maybe people can go to look at what you are doing? So what is the name of your uh, the URL of your website? www.sofmedica.com or our customized address quality at sofmedica.com. Okay, so S O F M E D I C A. Okay, soft medica. So for people that uh, that are just listening and are not looking specifically on the on the on the video. Okay, so um, Katarina. Um, so I meet you today for the live session on the <laughs> on the on the last uh, last day for the for this session of the of the of the Green Bell certificate and for Christina and Rodica. So thank you for your participation. I think really um, it's great to have a company like you uh, that is really trying to stay compliant and to really learn and to also train their team so for that so it's really something that i would recommend to work with uh, instead of a company that has no quality management system no compliance system etc so i think it's great okay so um thank you everybody thank you for all your support uh, and the information you provided and i hope really that um, this will help in the medical device field to have some compliant medical devices on the market which is also something that i'm really uh, uh, trying to do uh, with all what i'm doing on on this on these courses so so uh, thanks, Katarina. Thanks, uh, Christina. Thanks, uh, Rodika. And I wish you a nice day. Thank you very Thank much, Monir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. So if you like this episode, please provide a review on the platform where you are listening to it. And also don't forget to share it with your colleagues. Thank you very much.